Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Aloha, Chris and Melissa here, Family Brand Podcast. It's a beautiful, drizzly, rainy morning here in Pupakea. And I have earlier this week, we, I guess last week, we sat down together as a family and I was like, I want to talk to the kids about what is going on in the world around us today, specifically in Afghanistan. And but I was kind of struggling to know, okay, what do I, what is appropriate to share with them? What's too much? Like what, like, where's that fine balance of like sharing so they know like what's happening around them, but you know, making it age level appropriate for them. And we just had like a really great conversation that morning as a family that I wanted to kind of bring that conversation here, specifically like some things that, that Chris shared that were really insightful to me personally, you know, during that conversation. Yeah. And I I, want to share something that I hope would inspire all of us to, to have hope and also to see ways that we can, that we can do something about things that are going on in the world that are challenging and that we always have the ability to maybe do more than we think we do. And we're going to give you some resources here that we've chosen to support, um, an organization that we've given money to. And they're doing something really cool with a match where they're matching up to a certain number of donations to support re- refugees from Afghanistan. And it's an organization that I'm not as familiar with the organizations, but I'm really familiar with the people leading uh, this particular kind of push. And I really respect them and entrepreneurs that I've known intimately from a group that I'm part of. So I really, really trust them. But the conversation that we were having with our children at breakfast the other day was one, I think it's just really useful for us, especially those of us who live in a country like the United States of America. Like it's really, it's really important that we and especially our children understand like what life is like elsewhere. (laughs) That life isn't, you know, I think it's super easy for us, especially our kids, maybe to just kind of think, well, yeah, life is just what you see. Your reality is what you, what you believe the world to be. And so I think it was, it's always been important for us to talk with our kids that life is different and you have opportunities and abilities and privileges that people otherwise would, could never even dream of. And then also to talk about as a family, like, what can you do? Something so far removed from you that it seems so far removed from you, like over in Afghanistan or any part of the world. In addition, yes, you can give money. You can figure out ways to volunteer time, but we're just exploring like other things you can do. Because sometimes I think it can feel a little bit helpless. Like, what what could I do? What could one person or one family do? And the thought I shared at breakfast that morning, yeah, had just kind of had a really cool conversation emerge with our kids was that if you really think about the world as one kind of like connected human race, which we, obviously we are, but I think it's easy to not for, think about it that way. But when you think about it that way, and you think about this idea of light and darkness in the world. Right. And let's just imagine for a minute there's a there's a battle or a war going on in the world, a war between you could say good and evil or or light and darkness. And there's all kinds of movies, you know, about this. We, in fact, we just decided to do a Harry Potter, Harry Potter marathon and then a Lord of the Rings marathon as a family. We watched all the Harry Potters and the Lord of the Rings. 
and we're one of three hobbits down. But so many, so much of those, both of those movies are about this idea of light versus darkness and good versus evil. And I think one of the things that we maybe sometimes underestimate is the power of just doing good in our personal lives and doing good as a family and how that increases the overall collective light of the world. And, and I truly believe that one of the ways to make the biggest, longest lasting, most sustainable impact in the world is to build and strengthen our family as much as possible. Because out of strong families come strong individuals and strong individuals have the power to like create movements and lead causes that can change the future for entire civilizations. And so, yes, we've given money to, you know, the cause in, in Afghanistan to an organization that we care about, but it also just had us think, how can we just be a force for good in the world? Like, how can we be more committed to doing more good and being a light in the world? Cause that light shines bright and your light inspires other people to shine their light. And that like has this ripple effect that I think we dramatically underestimate that. Yeah. You just don't know like the consequences of that and how far that can spread. So I guess the takeaway for our family was no matter what's going on in the world, one thing we can always do is we can choose to do good. We can choose to be a force for good. And that somehow directly and indirectly lifts people or has the potential to lift people who are in darkness, even if it's on the other side of the world. I think one experience that if you would mind sharing that we had recently that I think for our kids really opened their eyes to, wow, life isn't the way the, what I see around me isn't what everyone sees. Isn't how everyone lives their life was we recently had an Uber an Uber ride when we were flying back to Hawaii from Utah, we had an, an Uber driver that took half of the family that would fit in his car, <laughs> took us to the airport. And so I was actually on that ride. I wish it would have been, but it was Chris and like three of our kids. And Chris shared with me after we got, after he got to the airport and we met up again, like the story that his Uber driver had shared with him about his experience growing up and the opportunities that, that he has created from himself, you know, since, you know, over the last few decades, do you want to maybe share, share yeah. that and how it kind of impacted you and also like the kids that were in the car? Yeah. First of all, it was hilarious that we had to get two Ubers and the Uber drivers were like cracking up. Cause you know, we had seven of us in all of our suitcases and I think it was a first for both Uber drivers that they had a fam- one family that needed too many vans to get everyone. And we were a site in the airport. <laughs> yes. We had so many things but he's a gentleman who he came here from somalia with his family and you know i'd asked him where he's from and he, and he told he told me he's from somalia and and i just i was admiring him and what he'd created for him and his family and their life here but then i started asking more of the backstory of how and why he came here and he ended up telling me that he was a soccer player for the somalian national team a really good soccer player and his sister was a really famous singer in their country and their family is really well known. His dad was a military leader. And he said, just because of the wars and the political unrest, they, you know, fled literally for their safety. And he said, we spent 14 years in a refugee camp before having the opportunity to come to America. And I just asked, I said, what what was it like in the refugee camp? And he's like, it was, it was really hard. He said, you know, constantly your kids are always going to bed hungry. There was never enough food to eat, always having to ration food, constantly worried about attacks from militant groups and like, you know, basically grateful that we 
had somewhere to flee to, but also just never any peace of mind for 14 years. And it was so good for my kids who were in the car to to hear. And then I asked him, I said, what was it like when you were told or when you found out that you were going to be able to come to America? And he said, it was, you know, the greatest blessing of my life. And, and, and he said something to me that was just really interesting, you know, because his perspective of our country and being here in America is completely different than mine. But he said, anyone who complains about, and this is from his perspective, anyone who complains about America doesn't know what they have to be grateful for. He said, anyone who feels like this country isn't an amazing place of opportunity and just resources and abundance, you know, maybe, maybe they should go live somewhere else to get perspective of what it, what's truly possible for people here. And he said, I, and, and with that, he said, I, I feel like I have a responsibility now to help other people because I do, I know what it's like to have to flee your own home. I know what it's like to be a refugee and, and, and for 14 years and constantly wonder where your next meal is going to come from. And then to be able to come here and to be able to work and provide for my family. And so, yeah, I just shared that with my kids. And it was interesting because that was a few weeks before everything happened with Afghanistan. And I think just the whole thing has me just maybe a newfound, like one gratitude for this country to deepen responsibility to do more to help others. And just to be hungry for like, Hungry to like make a bigger difference in the world, hungry to like create more opportunity for myself, my family, and others because I can, because we have the ability to wake up every single day in this country and create. And there's literally parts of the world where people are limited into like what's possible around what they can create and how much of it they can create. And we have like this ab- abundant ability to create any possibility we want here, create anything we want around income, businesses, impact, our family, time education. Yeah. Religion. And I know we have a global global audience and I would say a lot of these things aren't necessarily just things available to to us in America, but I think these are a lot of these things are available in many other countries throughout the world. Yeah, and I would just never underestimate the power like that you we we recently were with a, a guy who was really influential and we had, we were able to listen to him speak and pretty incredible man and what did he keep saying? Like he, he kept saying like, you're, you're doing better than you think you are, or you're, yeah, you, you just don't know it enough. Or what, what was he, what was yeah. the line he kept using? Yeah. Basically that, that you just like put on the accelerator of the gas, any good you're doing, like you're doing good, but just do more. Yeah. He's like, you're doing good and you know it, you just don't know it enough. Yeah. And you're being told you're doing good. You're just not being told enough. Mm-hmm. So if you are, if you are up to good in the world, like do more of it. And I guess, yeah, that's what I would share is never underestimate the power of like just doing good in the world. And I think a, a commitment to like being a force for good in the world and doing good in the world will actually do more than any amount of money that we could ever donate or charitable contributions, like, or it'll be just as powerful. And if you have the ability to do both, yeah, do both. But we have so much to be grateful for. We have so much opportunity. And, and I hope that when we see things like Afghanistan, our, I hope that we do feel a sadness and I hope that we do feel an empathy and, and I hope we can really sympathize with what's going on, but I hope even more so it creates in us a desire to actually do more good in the world, to be a greater light in the world, to go after our dreams more, to create more opportunities for ourselves and for others. And look, as the world continues to drift and 
there, I do believe there is a war, a spiritual war that's being waged in the world. You could call it good versus evil or light versus darkness. Like, and I believe as the war intensifies, we can't put in the same amount of effort that we've put in the past and expect to continue to like be a light. Like it's going to require more effort. It's going to require more intensity. Like we're going to have to match and outpace what the world is doing. And yeah. And I think the other thing that I would want to emphasize here too, is that just that how, like when you mentioned like how much good we can do in our own homes, I didn't, that's not to say like, okay, just bury your head in the sand and focus on what's happening in your, you know, underneath your own roof. I think it's like you're saying it's, it's an, and like looking, looking outward and then, but teaching your kids like that too, like how impactful that can be to like, if we were to raise a generation that had like this awareness and this like hunger and desire to do good and impact. I think that's, the, like the some of the biggest like impact that we can have. Yeah. And, and speaking of, so the gentleman who we're going to post is, uh, who's kind of heading up this, this drive to, to be able to give financially and they're doing a match. His name's Sol. And he said with almost 500 people pitching in, we have now raised over $225,000 at $3,200 to house and settle a family of four. That is enough to settle 72 families, nearly 300 people. He mentioned someone who stepped up and agreed to match up to $50,000 another friend who matched $35,000. And that, and what he shares here was interesting. He said, my immigrant friends joke that no one works as hard as immigrants, but we were wrong. From your from experience, no one works as hard as a refugee. If you can help give someone a chance they can only dream about, it will yield the best result of all, a rising tide that lifts all boats. And another thing that I wanted to just read here that I thought was really interesting, I don't know how many of you have seen the picture of the, the plane with the Air Force pilots who you know, loaded hundreds of people onto these cargo planes and uh, got them out of the country, got them out of Afghanistan. But one of my, one of my friends posted a picture and he said, shout out to these air force pilots who decided to go. These pilots are rich in most, in ways most will never know. And then one of the comments in there that I really loved, if I can find it really quickly, someone said a decade from now, we'll read about an Afghan valedictorian giving a graduation speech that starts with this photo. Two decades from now, we'll hear about the hundred million dollar business that employs 200 people that started with this photo. And so it's just like, you, you, you don't realize the impact. But when I think about, again, this, this greatest impact, and I don't mean to sound trite with it, but like I can give money and, and we've given money. And by the way, you can go to sjo.com. If you go to sjo.com, you'll be able to... We'll put a link in the bio. Too. Yeah, and we'll put a link in the description. description. And I think about this idea of giving, and I can do that. And we've done that. And I think a lot of people can give money relative to, you know, however much money you, you are in a position to give. And you give money and it's, and it's useful, right? And it houses like a family, like, like they said, a certain dollar amount houses, you know, can help a family for. And in addition to giving that money, there's six human beings in my home that I have an opportunity to inspire and speak into. And, and if through my example and through my demonstration and my words of encouragement, in addition to giving money, I also inspire like our five, you know, Melissa and I inspire our five children to be future leaders. Like that has a significantly greater impact and a ripple effect financially and in all ways than any kind of amount of money that I could give alone. Right. So I think it's, again, it's both, but it just, I would never underestimate the power that one person has to be a light that creates a ripple effect. And then the multiplication of that, when you really decide to like inspire and strengthen your family, it is the most powerful thing I think you can do to make a difference in society and in the world is to build and strengthen your family. 
Hey there, thanks for listening to today's episode. To show our appreciation, we want to offer you a free gift. We have an incredible online course you can get now by going to familybrand.com or by following the link in the show notes. And while you're there at familybrand.com, be sure to follow us on social media so that we can go on this journey together. Lastly, if this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you share it with another powerful family in your life and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. We will see you in the next episode.